0: And we are back at it this week with another episode of Men of the Machine. Dun, dun, dun. another episode of Men of the Machine. Pop-pop, I know you can't see me, but I'm dancing for you, and that's awesome. I am Kevin. I'm Pat. And this week's super hot, popping fresh-ass edition... Actually, I'll let you pick which one you want to do this week. Dude, you rather... No, you know what, I'm not letting you pick, because it doesn't make sense to not talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. So it I was going to say we could do the comic creation, but what point is doing a, Sp- a Spider-Man episode next week when it's so fresh right now? Exactly. So, to be fair, we will put off the comic book creation episode, comic book creation number two, till next week, and then, uh, and then I've got really big news and I'm really excited about. But, start this off right, Patrick, I survived my camping trip.
1: Yes, congratulations. I I thought for sure you'd be raped or murdered by hillbillies. I tried
0: so hard, but unfortunately they just weren't taking my mating calls. Uh, I had arguably the greatest weekend of my
1: entire life. And I mean so, that... So you're saying that trumps your wedding weekend? I said
0: arguably. It is... T- so my, my wedding was whatever the wedding itself is so stressful and you're exhausted that you don't actually get to appreciate it for what it is the honeymoon however is what's fighting (laughs) for the greatest weekend of my life because that had been the first time i'd ever been somewhere nice and i went to a five-star resort and it was amazing so you know five-star resort where you get catered to and it's all inclusive so you don't have to worry about anything scraping by barely eating everything anything without showering for three days you know it's really hand in hand it's hard to choose but that is not the point. I, I I I just I can't even begin to describe. So I did an entire solo episode on um, what did I just say, where I talked for fifty minutes about how the camping trip went. So I'm not gonna go too much into it right now other than what you
1: might want to hear about it. And if you don't want to, we move on. Easy peasy. You can do you can say whatever you'd like. I mean all my really only my concern is whether or not you got raped and murdered by Hillbilly, which didn't occur, so No.
0: Basically, the overall theme of the trip so you know how sometimes when I'll like get into like a silly story or a silly character I'll commit a little bit and you know really ride it to the end you know you know what I mean especially in person like where we're in the car and something silly happens um, for some reason my microphone is only putting out on one side right now like people are only hearing me left or right and that's really uncool man <laughs> so let me put one of these bad bitches in there. Did that help? Yeah, it did not help at all. <laughs> uh, duplicate. Oh no, oh, it's back! It's back, and we're ready at it. Okay, don't worry about anything. Moving on. Uh, so you know how I'll do that. I'll just commit to a stupid bit. Well, these guys that I went with, take it way farther than that so this was a viking expedition so the entire trip whoever was rowing was the captain and you would call him captain and you would shout command or he would shout commands back so we were all you know rotating out and dave would like we had rowboats. dave would do that cool put a foot up on the front of the boat and lean way forward and just all right men tis did valhalla and he would like scream shit we would all grab our beers and do like Stone Cold Steve Austin style, pour them on our faces to drink them, and then toss the cans into the trash because we had one boat that just had all the trash in the back of it, and uh, like we were rowing. And one point, like this, you know when a downpour is coming and you see the water wall. Yeah. It, that happened at the worst but best time ever. So the reason why it was the worst, Greg, in a drunken state, we were we brought a hundred and two beers for two days. <laughs> so between between. Technically, six of us, but I didn't drink that much because I'm a lightweight. So basically, five. Um, And they brought uh, uh, mind altering substances. So, all in all, they slept, just everybody was out of their minds rowing down the Susquehanna River. There's houses on the banks every now and again. It was, but the water wall came at us, and Greg had just, in a drunken. No-nonsense moment gotten on top of the canoe which housed all of our bags wrapped in trash bags because we knew it was gonna rain That whole trip it was supposed to rain every day We only got rained on once and whatever and he's looking for something going through the bags and Kyle just goes Greg Don't don't touch my bag and Greg, Kyle's a little drunk But he can't really do anything about it because he's all the way back in the relaxation station, which I'll explain later and Greg does one of those double takes like looks at Kyle looks at the bags looks at Kyle Looks at the bags. Like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm gonna do it. So Kyle just starts going, no, no. And then Greg, like, like you know when a monkey, like a chimpanzee, is getting pissed and they start throwing grass in the air and start smacking the ground. You know when they do that?
1: I mean, or shit. But all right. Well, yes, but
0: Greg just went berserk, ripped every bag in that canoe wide open. Twenty minutes later, torrential downpour. So. So it was the worst time because all of our stuff was exposed and everything got soaked, but it was the best time because the water hit us, we were just the right amount of drunk that we were, like, rowing super hard against it, everyone screaming, throwing their paddles up, like, oh, oh, man. But yes, as I said, I did a 50-minute episode of just me talking nonstop about that trip. So if you are at all interested in it, go to What Did I Just Say, and it's the most recent episode. Don't know what it's titled. I think I called it, like, camping or something generic anyways it's the most recent one
1: i mean if this story doesn't end with a viking funeral i and be really pissed i'm just saying just you know right now we did
0: catch and kill a catch and eat a catfish so that was kind of
1: nice okay well if it didn't end one of you being put on we we put the catfish's (laughs)
0: carcass in a raft set it on fire and hummed as it went out to sea
1: Okay, first of all, that's I don't care about the fucking catfish. I mean, one of you has to have a Viking funeral. So well, we no gave something
0: a Viking funeral. Doesn't that count for for just any? No, not okay. even a little bit. Well, no. agree to disagree. It was the greatest time of my life, and I'm planning a camping trip with some friends from here in the end of August. Not nearly as extravagant. Not nearly as bare bones. We were muddy swimming like we were in the water most of the time so we got cleaned up but when we were on land it was like muddy and the we had like trail mix and it was all melted and everybody wasn't interested in cleaning up so we were like throwing it at each other covered in chocolate and granola and it was oh oh Patrick it was so not your scene <laughs> <laughs> you would not have been happy with us but it was fun
1: I'm happy for you though so you have that going for you I I needed it
0: I really <laughs> really needed it and Oh, but that is not what I am here to talking about. I would love to, but, oh, my buddy Tommy's coming over tonight. That's so good. So we, Patrick went, have you seen it twice now? You've seen it twice yes. now. You went and yes. saw it, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming opening day, and also Drive-In. Yes. 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 So, and I went and saw it yesterday at, for $8 because I'm not going to, $6 movie day, sorry, because I'm not spending full price on
1: anything. I mean I went the drive in it was ten bucks for two movies. So like that's a I, good deal.
0: That's like well, my buddy's also going to um Valerian opening 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 night and he's like, You wanna come? I was like, Yeah, I'm not spending fourteen bucks on a movie ticket. I'm just not doing it. I
1: I, I don't mind. I actually was gonna go yesterday to uh, the Plan of the Apes marathon. They were gonna do like um, the three re- the the three modern Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. And um, and I ended up, like, I asked for the day off, like, while Jenkins was on vacation. He approved it when he got back from vacation when the schedule was already made. So I had taken the day off. And I looked at the schedule, and I'm like, there is no closer now. <laughs> and I was just like, normally I wouldn't care. <laughs> but since it's Jenkins and Sean, I feel bad. So I was just like, if you want, I'll just fucking work and not go to the thing. And they're like, well, we'll ask if uh, the new girl can come in. And then I was like, okay, fine. And then I asked the next day, I'm like, so could she? Like, no. I'm like, all right. So I guess I'm gonna come in then. Um, but that was like 25, and I still I'm like whatever. I would still see three movies for 25 bucks. Like I paid 20 bucks for IMAX like more than once. So like, that's I don't, true. I don't, I don't you do... have done that on a handful of occasions.
0: Well, yeah. So why don't you sign up for Movie Pass?
1: Uh, I mean, for one thing, I don't know. I don't really think about it honestly. But for another, it's just like. There's always caveats. And so, there's always... so,
0: yeah, the catch with, because I almost did it. Remember when I was working, yeah. Franny was working nights, I was working days. I was like, I'll just go to the movies all the time. So there is caveats. You can only go once a day. Yeah. Which is a pretty big hit. For certain movies, you can only see them once until they've been in theaters for a while. So exactly. like So, like, you'll watch it opening night or whatever, but then you can't watch it until later. Uh, till like, two or three weeks in. Uh, which would have sucked for me, because I watched Deadpool you know four times in theaters because it was I just had to. Uh hmm. but aside from that it's it's like 30 bucks a month even with those caveats you'll save way more than you're spending on going
1: to the movies. I wouldn't save that much. I mean I would save like I spend at most like okay, let's say I went to a movie like every week for a month which has never happened at least mm-hmm. that I can recall. That would be like 48 bucks. So be, I'd save like yeah, I would save like 20 bucks maybe, like 18 totally. But like really most of the time I don't go. Like I go like two or three times a month, and I mean, I supplement with the drive-in, but the drive-in's not gonna yeah. fucking movie pass me. Yeah, so, it's not like... the same.
0: Well, then what about the the fact that you could go see movies that you wouldn't pay for normally, but it wouldn't cost you extra? So, like, you go see the big ones you obviously have to see. That's Patrick. You gotta see him. And then you're at a wash. Then you've spent, say, 30 bucks, you know, both ways, on the monthly and on going to the tickets. And then you're like, there's this other movie, eh, I don't really care if I see it. If it's not gonna cost you anything, you go and watch it.
1: Yeah, but usually for those I just go to the fucking uh, six dollars days. Like I, like, That's how I did for baby driver. Well, yeah, but then that, that
0: pushes you past the thirty dollars b- wash that I'm talking about. That pushes you. Yeah, up but not a lot. That.
1: Like it's it's six fucking bucks. Like no, no, not, no, from, no, six not a lot.
0: But that's that's only once a month. I'm talking about whenever you want it. There is no limit on you. Well, yes. But I also have
1: a job, so like it's only I can go whenever I want.
0: No, but you can go kind of frequently. I mean, enough. You can go enough to make it justified, is what I'm saying. I understand the logic. It's just that if you wanted to, and you were, you you have to be aware of it. If you just bought it as like, yeah, I think I go enough to make this worth it. Some months you wouldn't go at all because you wouldn't be thinking about it. Whereas if you're like, I have this movie pass, I have to go at least you know three times a month to be you know profitable, quote unquote, to myself then maybe you would go and do this and that. That's
1: all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, cause it, but it, honestly, the only time it, really, it would pay off would be, like, the summer, because, like, yeah. that's when things are coming out, like, every week. Like, once, I I have noticed that. I was just, like, literally, as soon as, like, September rolls around, literally, it's, like, nothing, 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 then Star Wars, nothing, 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 then it's just, yeah. like... That's I mean, true. granted, this year, I will say marvel has stepped up their game and i guess dc too but where we're because basically i was actually talking to Alyssa about it last night my friend Alyssa, and i was like laying out the schedule in my head i'm just like we had guardians in may and then we just had spider-man in july and then we're gonna have thor in uh november i think it is Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna have um black panther right black panther in february like right before my birthday then we're gonna have uh three months later then we're gonna have um avengers infinity war then a few months after that, we're going to have Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I'm like, Marvel is smart enough to kind of keep going like, every, like, three months. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them that. That's, that's – that's but, like, most things, it's, like – that'd be, like, the one thing I'm going to, like, every three months. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like, in the fucking – because, like, that's how I noticed. I was just, like – because I actually – I thought about things like that for a while because I'm just, like, how much I was spending on tickets. And I'm just, like, really, it's only for, like, a very short window of time that I'm actually spending a decent amount of money on tickets. And also, in that time, I tend to, like – rack up free tickets just because I'm spending money. Oh, yeah. You have the gold card, right? Yeah. Well, even if I did, I mean, I, I have I have cards for both places, like, both Regal and Moti. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, usually, like, it's just a matter of, like, the amount that I'm spending anyway, usually I rack up free movies anyway. And plus, also, they do, like, that thing um, often. They haven't done it recently, which is annoying because I like to win. But um, the time play thing where, like, you get, like, the buy one, get one tickets. So, like, occasionally, like, I'll cash it. So, I mean, like, there's there's enough angles that i'm playing that i don't really feel like i'm paying a lot anyway in movie tickets i'm saying probably like at least like are the most probably like in the like 25 bucks a month range maybe like thereabouts that's not that's not terrible i wouldn't say though other
0: than in the summer but Mm. but that would wash out by getting even less like say november generally
1: there's not a ton oh yeah Uh, i'm saying like by like literally by like mid-september there's, like, nothing until Star Wars. Although this year, I mean, there's, in November, there's Thor and there's Justice League. Yeah. But, like, the last several years has basically been, like, at least the last two years, it's, like, from September until, like, the next summer, there's, like, just, like, brief little blips. Um, and, like, the last couple of years has been Star Wars. But, like, that's the whole thing. is like, it's the way the whole business has shifted, where it's, like, movies are basically, like, profit machines more than anything, so, like, you basically just get, like, really big movies are released, and they're usually, like, in uh, summer, and, I mean, they've, they've extended the summer movie season. Like, now it basically starts in, like, fucking March, but, like, um, so it's basically, like, half the year, but still, it's just, like, it's so fucking weird, where it's, like, if you just had, like, a normal kind of release schedule, like Marvel does, or just, like, every, like, few months, that would probably be for the best, but no, it's just, like, let's just pack everything into the fucking summer, like, put all of our eggs in that basket. Yeah. I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, what's I get the, it, but it's just stupid. Man. What's the next DC
0: movie, so after Justice League? Uh,
1: uh, after the Justice League, I think the Batman? Really? But I don't know. I don't. Oh, no, Aquaman probably, because they're actually doing that. Like They're shooting that. Batman hasn't started shooting yet. So, and, and Flash
0: um, hasn't started shooting yet either, right? No,
1: they don't have a director yet. They had a director, and yeah. they, that director quit. And they had another director, and then that director quit. And now they're waiting from what I understand they're waiting in Robert Zemeckis so we'll see what happens what's he doing I have no idea but like okay he he did I mean he did fucking back to the future so as soon as they fucking like he's one of the best filmmakers of his generation he's kind of underrated even though he's made things that are beloved that are shitty too like I fucking hate Forrest Gump but oh um, god I love Forrest Gump yeah so most people they're wrong though um like majority wins. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, like, that's the whole thing is, like, basically, I guess they're waiting on him, um, but I guess their three, their, their, their short list of three was Robert Zemeckis, Sam Raimi, and, uh, Matthew Vaughn, and I guess Sam Raimi turned them down, so, like, I guess they're waiting on Zemeckis, but we'll see. I mean, I'd be down for Matthew Vaughn or Zemeckis, so I'm good either way. It's a win-win. Uh, but that's not what
0: we're here to talk about, Patrick, so. Well,
1: you yes! <laughs> asked. Yeah, well,
0: don't indulge me, okay? You just slide on by... It just treat me like I'm not even there. Treat me like Justin when he's going on a political rant. You just just let it happen and then go back to your thing. So we watched Spider-Man Homecoming. I have certain feelings about it. I haven't listened to your podcast because that would have spoiled today's chitter chat about it. So tell me what you thought about... Like You can condense it a little bit since you've already said everything, because, you know, whatever, but say what you think needs to be said about it.
1: I mean, I really... Okay, I'll basically just, like... My problems with it are purely on a filmic level, like in terms of the filmmaking of it, and not on the film itself. I think the movie itself is really good. But like, I personally like every Spider-Man movie that exists currently. Like even Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, which people shit on, I like both of those movies. Like, I don't really feel like people are fair. Um, but also, I feel like our society, I've said before, like our, our civilization in general is just so fucking stupid at this point with film criticism where everything's either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. I actually used but, um, you at
0: work the other day talking about Suicide Squad uh, to my friend Daniel, who hates BBS and Suicide Squad, and I call him a dick for every single time he does. So I used you in that exact quote. Sorry, continue.
1: Well, no, if you have a good reason, that's fine. But it's just like, I love when people are just like. Suicide Squad's the worst fucking movie ever. I'm like, it's not even the worst comic book movie ever, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, Kevin pointed out, Kevin Cardinal, he was just like, those people haven't seen Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. I'm like, exactly. I was just
0: like... You're right, because then, if they had seen Steel, they'd be calling every movie the worst comic book movie ever because that is the pinnacle of comic book creation. Okay. Or like
1: the Hollyberry Catwoman, I like there's there's way shittier fucking movies, but people are just like so fucking hell-bent on everything being the best thing they've ever seen, and the worst thing they've ever seen. Because somehow if, if it's if it's not one or the other, then they've wasted their time somehow. I don't understand it. But um but yeah, no, like I really like the movie, but like my whole thing is that like it moves really fast and tries to do a lot. So like the whole thing is they had said from the jump. That it was going to be like basically John Hughes, but in a comic book world. And the problem is they don't ever get to that John Hughes place. Because a big part of the reason John Hughes movies work is because they have very specific pace. And they have they take a lot of time with the characters to just kind of let you like get to know them and get to care about them. Whereas this is like they're trying to tell essentially like three stories at once. They're trying to tell like the story between Peter and Vulture, the story between uh, Peter and Tony, and then the story of Peter's regular life. And it's like, you're doing so much that I'm like, you never truly get to let the stuff that you wanted to do in the first place breathe. Cause like you really, it's like I said to Kevin, I was Kevin Cardinal. I was just like, like um, Liz, the character of Liz really mm-hmm. has no part. Like other than she's like the hot senior girl, like, and the love the interest,
0: the very basic token love interest.
1: But that's what I'm saying that that's annoying because it's just like, literally the only ones like, like, like all of those kids. I couldn't tell you any of their fucking names, like except for obviously the one that's supposed to be like the Mary Jane stand-in and Flash. But obviously, but like the ones that aren't like traditional like comic book like whatever. Like I think like Kevin actually told me afterwards that one of them um, was Cindy Moon, who's Silk in the comics currently, and I was just like. Do they ever even fucking say that, or do we just see that in the credits? Like, it's like, you don't even fucking get to know these fucking characters. So it's like, you don't get the John Hughes thing, and you don't really... I don't really care about if Peter gets with Liz, because you didn't give me any reason to. You've given me reason to care that Peter might not be Spider-Man anymore. You've given me reason to be invested in Peter and the Vultures conflict. But you haven't given me any reason to be invested in any of Peter's personal... Uh, like, anything that's not Spider-Man related, everything that's Peter related, you haven't given me anything to, like, latch on to. So I'm just, like, I don't really give a shit. Like, it's just, like... And that sucks, and I don't want to say that, but it's just, like, it's just my feeling about it. Like, I really like the movie. I don't mean to, like, make it sound like I don't like it or that I think it's bad. I think it's awesome, and I think it's honestly probably the second best one after Spider-Man 2. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. But that's the whole thing, is that, like, it's it misses the mark he was aiming for in trying to do basically just like, it was like, it was almost like Kevin Feige was like, we've waited so long to have Spider-Man in the MCU. We have to do fucking everything. And I'm like, but you have five fucking movies to do that with. Like, why would you just blow your wad on the first fucking movie? Like, it's like actually the thing that actually was funny that like my friend, uh, Luke Vanskoy, who we just had on Get to Punksters. Uh, he's a singer of, um, William Hale. He's a really good dude, really into comics, and um, he was texting me about it last night. And he was like, "I feel like they um, like basically dedicated too much time to Tony." And I was like, "You know what? That actually is perfect because like I I never thought about it, but I was like, if you cut a lot of that shit out, then you could have dedicated that time to the other kids and Peter's like personal life and his personal like so you actually feel mm. that mm. personal conflict." And I was just like, "That shit could have just been like." you could have taken the fucking scissor hands to that. Or you could have just fucking, I said to Kevin uh, Cardinal, I was just like, everyone bishop of movies being too long. Like that one could have done with being a half an hour longer because that would have given a lot of those moments a chance to breathe. Whereas like, and giving you more time with people who aren't the vulture and Tony and Peter, like Mm -hmm. it would have given you more to latch onto to kind of extend the length. And I mean, like I do think it's cool that like, it's the first one that kind of feels like a teenage Spider-Man movie probably should feel like because it's so kind of quickly paced and like it's it's kind of the perfect way that should feel. But at the same time, like if you're going for John Hughes, you're not hitting that because like that's the thing that that's not what John Hughes movies are. Like they were like they yeah, I mean yeah they're kind of dated, but like they're the reason that people still watch them is because it was like you treated the teenagers like human beings like they were like that That was who mattered so you basically dedicate all of your time to them and you like let them you let them see like how they grow and change and in this movie you really only get to see Peter go through that and that's I mean yeah it's a Spider-Man movie but I'm like but what's the point of having this huge fucking sporting cast if you're not going to use any of them Yeah. like yeah. Why, don't, why, don't you, why don't you just cut them all out like what's the fucking point so, <laughs> so like I, yeah. I really like the movie but yeah, you hit... I have, I, have, I have issues.
0: You hit almost... Ev- Man, my mic keeps doing this.
1: Hold on one second. Mm-hmm.
0: It keeps um only going through one channel for some reason, and I don't know what that reason is. So, I don't need. It, it just does it randomly, and I don't... There you go. Now it's picked back up. It's so dumb. Anyways, I got to preface this by saying I might have gone into this with a little bit too much hype because mm-hmm. every single person at work... Said it was the best Spider-Man movie ever, and one of the best um, Marvel movies to date. And I was like, okay, that sounds exciting. Because last episode, I'm on record as saying I wasn't that excited for this movie. Because I wasn't. I loved. I love Spider-Man 2. It is the best one in my eyes. So everyone's getting all jazzed up. They're getting me hyped. I'm getting ready. Uh uh uh. I go and watch it. I liked it a lot. And if I put it, if I just put it in the eyes of the MCU, I really enjoy it. But there was one, one thing I really didn't like, and it was kind of the opposite of what you're- So, hey, yes, get ri- don't get rid of Tony Stark, because he's a good plot point with the whole stealing his boat, or his thing, and stuff like that. So, keep that plot point, but get rid of the actual man. Iron Man didn't need to be there. The whole reason I was excited from the trailers was the swinging bit with Iron Man flying next to him. And they didn't even give us that.
1: Well, that was—I always knew that was meant for the trailers. I didn't think that was actually going to be in the movie. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, That would have been amazing, and that having them like tag team fight someone would have made more sense. But the fact that he was no—they're litter-
1: gonna—that that, that, that's gonna happen. That'll happen like, in the Infinity War. Oh, oh world. yeah, that's yeah. Happen- and yeah. it's
0: fine to have it happen in the future, but right now, y- 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 the tease of it was unnecessary. Like, I didn't need the father figure of Iron Man. I was more interested in Spider-Man's like self-realization, which they did in the third act. But I was expecting that in the whole movie, like Spider-Man becoming his own superhero, now obviously we lost that because in Civil War it's implied that Spider-Man is already Spider-Man, you know, and he does, they show, even at the beginning they show you the YouTube videos of Spider-Man already having done those things, but I wanted to see him become him. Not an origin story, but Mm -hmm. him fight through himself without going, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark.
1: I, I do have to say, I kind of disagree, I see your point, but I'm like, for me... It's like the whole movie is basically about how even though he's called Spider Man, mm-hmm. this movie was about him going from being a boy to being a man. Because that was like the whole thing. Is like there's like the moment that Kevin talks about where like they basically it's it's essentially like almost like um, a reference to Spider Man number thirty three, where it's one of the most iconic panels ever, where it's um, like he lifts the debris off. Like himself, oh yeah, the whatever. water's
0: coming down him and everything. Yeah, yeah it's almost exactly.
1: But I he's saw like an there's about there's, literally, there's literally a moment where he's like he's down there and he's screaming and he's crying and he's just like, and then he literally, in that moment he realizes it's the same thing. basically the whole plot point in the comic was basically like, if I don't get out of here, no one's going to be able to give this, uh, medicine that man, Aunt may, is going to die. So that's basically what makes him kind of pulls them out of it. Like, and this one basically is like, if I don't pull myself out of this, if I'm not the man that I came here to be like, I'm no one's going to know what happened to me. Like, I'm just going to be here God knows when they're gonna find me. God knows what people are gonna think happened. Like, or if they even and, tell him, the cleanup crew would do it. Yeah, and so it's like it's like him taking that moment where he, like he has to kind of go from being like this little kid who's like hysterical to being a man and just what do I have to do to get out of this? And that's kind of like that's the kind of the thesis point of the movie that I think is interesting. Is it's kind of like you skipped the origin story, but you still had to kind of show his journey because it's like that's the whole thing about spider-man in general so you kind of have it's like the journey is very important because almost every other superhero you get them as adults whereas spider-man is the only one where you actually have to see him grow as both a man and as a superhero as the series goes on
0: yeah well so i lo- i di- i'm not saying i didn't like that part i could have just done without iron man being the one constantly badgering him mm-hmm. so whatever that was good and you're right but uh number two I didn't care for all the suits stuff that it did. It made for it made for fun. It made for a bunch of funnies, but I didn't need that. I'm not. It was. It was. Everyone loved that. at work. That was like their favorite thing. Like that suit's so badass, Iron Man, because they're all fucking rock hard over freaking Robert Downey Jr. It has nothing to do with Spider Man. They literally just beat off anytime someone says his name or they see a goatee similarly shaped. They're like, oh, that might be Don, uh, and then they get all jacked up about it. I don't care for that. I didn't care for the
1: suit. <laughs> Well, in fairness, I mean, that's again, that's I mean, because they're, they're basically just kind of skipping forward because that was the whole thing that happened during um, Civil War was that, like, or um, right before Civil War, I guess, where basically um, when Spider Man became an Avenger in the comics, like when he joined the new Avengers, um, eventually Tony gave him the suit that was kind of known as the Iron Spider suit, mm-hmm. where basically it was like essentially like an Iron Man suit, but kind of enhanced for Spider Man. More
0: freeform, and, less rigid.
1: Yeah, and they've kind of like skipped to the end on that one. So, like, I do get like your thing on that but i'm like that's why i liked the whole thing of him like in like the most important the time the suit would have been most important he has to fight in just his fucking hoodie and yes
0: okay so so i was gonna say that. that was awesome and the other thing i really liked was the um fact that him and i can't remember the sidekick's name already ned ned hacked into it i was like damn right peter parker could hack into iron man's fucking tech he is smart enough to do that kind of shit that's awesome i really like that
1: Right. Uh, well, yeah, he, yeah, he's basically, like, I, I said to Kevin, I was just like, because we, we had said, like, from the, from the jump, like, it's basically, uh, the character of Genki, uh, that, um, Brian Bendis created as, like, kind of the sidekick. The guy in for, the chair? Uh, Ma- well, no, 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 I'm just saying he's kind of the sidekick for Miles Morales in, uh, in the, in the Ultimate Comics, and, um, I was like, Kevin was like, yeah, but now they can't use Genki from the comics without just being a fucking retread, and I was like, but, if I was making these movies, I would basically do a five movie arc with Peter Parker, but then I would basically do the death of Spider Man from Ultimate Comics, and you still have Ned, who's basically your Yankee surrogate, who would basically be uh, Miles's Alfred, where basically he'd be the one kind of teaching him and still kind of having that role, being an older mentor figure. And he's like, "Okay, that actually is kind of cool." I'm like, "I don't know if they're gonna do that, but that's what I would do if I was." Cool oh, be as <laughs> Alfred,
0: or, or also be cool if he went more in like the Oracle way of it. The guy oh, yeah, behind I the mean, scenes,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, both, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, that's basically what Alfred is at this point anyway. I mean, he's always, like, the guy. I mean, it's like if you watch um, Batman vs. men where it's just like, uh, he's the one controlling the drone and everything. We're just yeah. like, I'm going to drop you off in the second, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, he, he's still that. I mean, it's not like he's not that.
0: You're right, you're right. Uh, and then point number three, so what did I say? I said uh, Tony Stark, I didn't really care for him to be in there. The suit. I didn't really care for that either. And the final point that I didn't like was I wanted more and you and you just said this, but you said it about everything. I wanted more character development from the Vulture, because he's one of the coolest villains in a Marvel movie in a long time. He was awesome.
1: What's the one thing that kinda pissed me off though, is that like I do think he was great, but the thing was that like everybody was like everybody since this has been like, he's the best Marvel villain ever. I'm like Seriously, well, like, everybody. I really I, I want—I really wanted to put out, like, a fucking, like, Forgot About Dre parody video of, like, <laughs> for, Forgot About Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck you guys. You haven't seen him for five years and you forget about the motherfucker. Yeah. Well, no, Go I would even say I,
0: I even liked Ultron more than him. But when it comes to, like, all these uh, side standalone villains um, that aren't a part of the bigger fighting everybody, I, I loved the Vulture. and But they went instantly from, hey, he's this guy, construction worker, and he just lost his job. Might as well start committing crimes. Okay, I guess I can buy that transition that quick. I guess I can get behind that. Oh, and he just killed a guy and felt no remorse. Alright, I guess he's been stealing for a little while. Yeah, that makes sense too. Okay, moving on. Alright, he's ready to murder a 16-year-old. Wait a minute. This just... Chi- Hold on. That it, it happened... I'm not doubting the the character of the vulture at all. Like, it makes sense. It's just that it didn't give me any time to see him... Break Bad. Okay, if I'm gonna say it in that form, it didn't give me that at all. And then he's still like this fairness. great family man, his dad. He's all doing it for his family. Well, but it doesn't show the emotional doing it for your family. It do- it shows the savage, you know, live or die fight for your family. And I wanted a little bit more emotion in it because the Vulture is an old, frail son of a bitch.
1: In the comics, yeah. Well, like, they they did
0: so much comic stuff. Give me the old, frail Vulture who's just trying to help out and get no, by in
1: life. I, I fucking. Hate hate that I think that's why like when they were first about doing the vulture I was just like oh Christ really and then like um when I saw this vulture I'm like okay this is actually they kind of fixed a lot of problems I had because for one thing I always thought it was so fucking stupid that the vulture was like this old guy who was a fucking jewel thief why is he a jewel thief what the fuck sense does that make um when and he has miraculously has like wait like I don't know no part of that character makes any sense to me but, like, this one, they basically sidestepped everything I've ever had a problem with. It was kind of like the, the way they use Falcons. So basically, any kind of winged character, Kevin Feige understands how to make them work. Um, because, like, that was the whole thing is, like, what is a vulture? A vulture is a guy who scavenges, or, in this case, salvages. Yeah, Like, yeah. that fixes that problem. I, I like he's that. He's still a thief, he's just a different thief. I'm yeah, like, I like, everything that. they did, I'm like, that makes sense. Although, Kevin was just like, uh, Cardinal was like... um, that basically they've kind of ripped off the whole, like, Norman Osborne thing uh, of him, like, knowing his identity and all that shit. I'm just like, but I honestly think they're going in a different direction because I read an interview with John Watts recently, the director, where he was like, um the ending, the post-credit scene, I don't mean to spoil this, but we already talked about shit. Yeah, so no, spoiler. Um, where, or uh, the mid-credit scene, when um Matt Gargan, a.k.a. the Scorpion, uh, teases the Sinister Six by saying like, "I got friends so on. on the outside." Yeah, and then it's like it's like when we we hear you know who he is, and Vulture's is like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Um, and then I, I read an interview with John Watts. Like, the way I interpreted that was he basically wanted him for himself. But then I read an interview with John Watts where he was just like, "No, that was him, basically showing honor, like showing a warrior's honor and protecting his identity because now he kind of he's it's like the whole thing about like the Breaking Bad thing, which is like now that he's been caught and all this shit like he's kind of reverted in a lot of ways to kind of being a decent human being and he wants to protect this kid and i was just like see that's cool i like that idea more than i like the idea of ripping off norman osborne and Goblins. Yeah. goblin so like and i mean you can still use like there's there's so many things you can still use and i feel like it's gonna be i feel like it's gonna be really cool last thing is like the whole thing with the vulture was like yeah i do really like that. I just think it's funny that everybody's just like, he's the best Marvel villain ever. I'm like, fuck no, all he's of not. you. <laughs> I, thought
0: that, I thought that line, he he said, um if I knew who he was, he'd already be dead. I thought yeah. that line was more, because then the Scorpion kind of does a little smirk. I thought um, that was more of a nod of like, we'll talk later. I hmm. Apparently, if the guy says it's not, I'm going to trust him. But when I watched it, I was like, ah oh, all right, all right, you guy, you're going to, because the this, this Sinister Six, I was like, you're going to set this up. I didn't love that, he knew his identity, but I did love the way they did it. The whole, like, he's a 16-year-old boy, and he just sees the biggest villain he's gone up against ever. Of course he's not going to know how to react and freak out. I thought that was excellent. In the car, he's stammering, he's staring, he doesn't know what to do. He The vulture holds the gun in front of the seat,
1: like, listen here. Like, that was awesome. I just wanted. Oh more. no! Like that's that's the thing is like I loved like the fact yeah that it was the, the fact that he was like a smart villain who figured it out just by virtue of like hearing his voice. Yeah, that I thought was cool. That yeah, haven't like I seen you thing.
0: before or or heard your voice or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: like, that, that, like um, like my like my friend Alyssa, we were like watching it. It was like it was like the thing I talked about before. Where it's like there's an um, because I was like because everyone just like well if you hear his voice I'm like dude Superman literally just changes his fucking spit curl and shit and takes off his glasses. And, like, my favorite thing is um, Max Landis actually um, addressed that in Superman, American Alien, where, like, um, one of his friends, I think it was Jimmy. It was either Jimmy or uh, Sam is, like, it's, like, how do people not recognize you when you take off your glasses? And he's, like, you know what people say to me? You look a lot like Superman. Like, because it doesn't track. Like, you don't really think about it. Like, it's just, like, you don't think that, like, a superhero could just be a regular person unless you're, like, I mean, because even, like, if you look at, like, Tony Stark who's, like, fucking a billionaire who's also a superhero. Or, like, Steve Rogers, who's, like, literally an enhanced human being. Like, you don't think, like, a normal kid in high school would be a superhero. And it's kind of cool that, like, he puts it together, and then then they make him smart enough to be like, yeah, like, you are Spider-Man, and you're fixing to destroy my fucking life, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to put the fear of God into you. So, like, I like that element.
0: I, and then the fact that they had the shocker waiting outside because he knew Peter Parker was coming at him. He's like, of course this guy. After all Spider-Man's done to come try to thwart me, like, of course he's going to show up. So my question to you is, A, there's definitely going to be a shocker in the next movie. I mean, there has to be. And B... Well, I do love it. <laughs> Go ahead. And B, who you think the Sinister Six is going to be.
1: Well, that's the thing. Is, like, the thing with the shocker is like, I remember when... um. They did modify the powers, which I thought was interesting um, kind of to make him more, like, Electro than, like, Shocker. Because a guy had said that they first were doing the new um, Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. And somebody was like, oh, the second one, the villain should be the Shocker. I'm like, so you're saying that the villain of a fucking film should be a guy who has vibrational powers. And his name is the fucking Shocker. Like the double entendres write themselves and on <laughs> top of that i was like on top of that like i was like the shocker is not a villain that i would put as like a like actual threat like to me shocker is like rhino and amazing better man 2 or amazing Spider- yeah amazing better man 2 where it's like he's a character that you would have like the beginning to so, like get his ass kicked to just kind of establish the story and then kind of move on to your real villain and then like that's why when this movie i was just like when they're using the shocker i'm like oh jesus christ but they actually used him perfectly where it's like he's not the villain he's just just a thug yeah he's just a thug who
0: beats him up and they're gonna i think he'll be one of the sinister six so so far you've got him well if you consider him to be one of them Uh, i think it's just too easy and then you don't have to have a add a fourth unknown so you've got him uh uh vulture and scorpion who's the other three
1: I mean, depending on who you want to use. I mean, it wouldn't
0: well, shock what do, me... What do you think is most probable? If you were a gambling me, man.
1: It wouldn't shock me if they used Mysterio. It wouldn't shock me if they used Kraven the Hunter. Oh. Kraven's um, very easy to do in a movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, And, I mean, I don't think you just rush into Doc Ock, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, I think Doc I Ock
0: and Green Goblin are staying away.
1: For a yeah, I don't bit. think so either. Um... I don't think it'll be like anyone in like kind of cuz they basically already said basically the deal with like the Venom movie and the uh Black Cat Silver Sable movie is that like they don't contradict the MCU they just don't also they just aren't like we're not necessarily going to see Spider-Man in those movies, uh-huh. but they will, they will at no point contradict the anything that happens in the Spider-Man movies in the MCU or the MCU in general. Yeah. So wait, so is like, there
0: one more Spider-Man movie in contract of the deal, or was this it and then Infinity
1: War and then? Evidently, he, Kevin Feige said there's five. So mm-hmm. that counts two Avengers movies and three Spider-Man movies. Or, so yeah, so this is one. So presumably we still have two Avengers movies and two Spider-Man movies. Civil together. War didn't count. No, I don't think so.
0: Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. I was worried about that. I didn't know how long that was gonna last. Uh so who I'm sorry, who did you say Mysterio? And then I forgot. Mysterio
1: Mysterio and Craven. And then we have um do, a, you? you Okay, go ahead.
0: Here's a curveball. What if and they're not definitely not gonna do it, and I don't think he's ever been part of the Sinister Six, but what if they threw Kingpin at you as the sixth?
1: Mm. I would love that, but that's the whole thing. It's like the one thing that sucks about um, Kevin Feige, the way he's kind of made deals, is like Marvel now owns all these characters, but they're still kind of segregated in weird ways. Where it's like because he moved um, himself to Disney, um, so he wouldn't have to answer like to Perlmutter anymore. That basically added that schism between Marvel TV and Marvel Film. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then it's like, then they have like the Sony thing where it's like, it's, you can use Spider-Man, but the other characters are kind of, like, still kind of in chilling in their own thing. So it's like... Venom and such. Yeah, so it's like you have... It, you, yes, Marvel has all these characters, but at the same time, it's just, like, it's still segregated. It's just It's basically just, like, you you just segregated them differently. That's what like,
0: uh, I read. A, I'll send it to you after this. I, I read a Verge article about how uh, Mar- Netflix Marvel should take notes from Spider-Man Homecoming, how to do a small-scale, you know, town-based superhero...
1: Uh, that was the thing I thought was sorry. hilarious. Was it like, they don't even reference, like, Daredevil or anything, when in real in reality, like, Spider-Man's, like, area of operation is like five blocks. I know, from, you, like, would, where you
0: would hear about Daredevil, you would have heard about the Punisher, Luke Cage in Harlem causing hell, you definitely would, maybe not Iron Fist, but you definitely would have heard about Jessica Jones breaking guys' neck, because Purple Man was controlling an entire freaking city. Like, they just, but that was what the article was all about. Like, that this movie was able to be self-contained mostly about Spider-Man and the Vulture but while acknowledging the MCU not making it crucial that the MCU was like hey look we're also part of this do you remember the avengers like they didn't do that they just a quick nod to the chitari being there with that thing being broken down and so on and so forth Whereas Netflix is Marvel, the 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 ballsiest they're allowed to get is go that green guy or the freak with the hammer. Like that's all they can do is in. in well, the no, Netflix I don't. Marvel. I don't think
1: that they're like. I don't think they're they're actively like not mentioning it. It's just a matter of I think it's like it's real life where it's like you're not necessarily gonna fucking constantly be like Thor or like Hulk. Like you're just, like you're, like you you're gonna mention people like dismissively as well. Like so it's like really like. I liked the way they did it on, like, Daredevil. Like, one of my favorite moments of all of Daredevil season one was the tiniest thing where um, um, not the owl, Um, Leland, is, like... uh, Totally not the owl. Well, he's not, he dies, but his son presumably will be. But but where he's just, like, every time these costume freaks have it out, our, like, our um, stocks rise, like, 30%. And I was just, like... Exactly. Like that's all you need to say. Like that 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 statement places them in the same universe, because the Daredevil's not there yet. Um. So it's like it places them as obviously in the same world as the Avengers. And like fucking um Jessica Jones references the events of the Avengers. Like all this shit. But it's like it's street level. So like, not everybody has to reference like everything has to do with the Avengers. It's just regular people talking. Essentially, it's not like Thor and Tony talking about the Hulk it's like a random dudes talking about thor and the hulk. So it's like it's a different thing. Like I wouldn't I don't feel like that's what they're doing is in any way like not indicative of what it should be.
0: But as you just said with with Spider-Man being so freaking close to Daredevil and all them yeah. that if the Chitauri attacking New York City happened downtown New York City, you have to imagine that the coverage and the knowledge of who these people were fighting or the bad guys they were going up against a name basis is around. It would have to be. It'd be. Well, no, it, it's like when a serial killer attacks, and they're like Jeffrey Dahmer. You don't say that weird freak who ate people. You say Jeffrey fucking Dahmer.
1: Honestly, some people do say like the fucking. Okay, you're, you're, you're
0: right. You're right. But more often than not, you think at least once you would hear a name. You would hear, uh, you know, or what do they always call it? They always call it the event, right? Because they've they've referenced the event a few times in the Netflix shows. Yeah, I, I think it's just called the event. You would hear. You would. You think it would be something like. You or even just the word aliens attack or something, but they they manage to stay like you said. They acknowledge and say, w- you know, you're in that universe, but not enough to where it feels like there w- could ever be a real tie.
1: I disagree. I think, okay. Like, I was like, I was really pissed, like, because I was like, to me, the perfect moment that I really wanted. I've said this before, was in Civil War when like Iron Man's like, I know a guy. I wouldn't have cut to Queens. I would have said like New York City. And then just have uh, Tony as Iron Man like show up on a rooftop where Daredevil is, and then basically invite him to the Avengers. Before he can even finish his statement, basically have a uh, Wolverine in a first class moment where you just like go fuck yourself and like jump off the rooftop, yeah. and then immediately cut to Queens and then have him go after Spider Man. I was like, just that little bit would make me so fucking happy because like if you're Tony Stark, you're gonna go after like the real superhero first, <laughs> like not necessarily the kid who's just like doing random shit on YouTube like, the guy who just took down the biggest crime boss in the city. Yeah. But, like, that to me is actually, that's more annoying than, like, because like the, the, on the show, I think, the shows, I think they're doing a good job of, like, what it's like in the real world. Because, yeah, the Avengers are going to have the Chitari invasion, but, like, random people on the street don't know what the fuck it's called, what the aliens were called. They just know the world got fucking destroyed. Like, the city true, got true. destroyed. So it's, like, to me, it's, like, calling it like the invasion, calling it whatever, like, whatever, the, like, that, to me, just feels like real life.
0: Alright, well, that's fair. I mean, at least you have a point. I, I, I disagree, but I like it, and I'm really excited, and I just want a cameo in Infinity War, and it's not going to happen, but I'm going to keep praying every single day that we it see the Defenders might, for a brief it moment. Might,
1: it might just because that's their, like, big finale, so, like, they might go all out on it. Well, so it, I, wouldn't I thought, necessarily is say it it's Infinity not War happen. the
0: big... No, because no, after... What's the second part? There's still not a title, right?
1: I'm calling them both Infinity War. Until given well, other reason, they're both Infinity War to me. Do we there was, at least
0: know which ones?
1: Thanos? No. They. I'm assuming Thanos is both because okay. originally it was called Infinity War Part One, Infinity War Part Two. Yep, yep. And then Kevin Feige backpedaled and was just like, No, 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 Infinity War is the first movie. Then there's the second movie, and they haven't given title for that. So.
0: We'll see. Maybe Infinity War ends with him getting the Gauntlet, and they'll call. And
1: I believe that's what's gonna. Because then you
0: can call the second one, which is the next year, right? It's 1819? Yeah. So then you can call the next one, Avengers: The Gauntlet, or something like that, and then I was just just have have Infinity
1: them. Gauntlet, yeah.
0: Or yeah, Infinity Gauntlet, and just have them freaking throw bows. But yeah, just just give me. Ev- I don't. Ha- I don't even have to see them all on screen at once. But just acknowledge everyone that's involved, even even i'm sure there's legal issues why they couldn't even just say that unfortunately the 4 couldn't make it and everyone's like oh fantastic 4 reads out do- or reed richards i means out doing cool shit that would be cool
1: well also but in fairness like i think kevin had the best fucking idea for fantastic 4 ever so like if you haven't heard us talk about that listen to our fantastic 4 episode cuz he told it, was- it was an idea he told me and we refined just sitting on his front porch before we recorded an episode with him smoking cigarettes and like it's really it's really a fucking good idea that i hope that i hope at least something like it happens cuz it's really cool um i'm not going to talk about it cuz i just want people to listen to the episode but like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, I, I can't i can't do it justice with, with was what was it he just said. called
0: so so his other podcast if you by now you don't know you're a damn fool is called gifted punksters was yeah. the episode just called fantastic four
1: i mean the the title i can't remember what kevin titled it but it's definitely that's it, it's it's None of the titles are far off. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all generally... Like, for example,
0: I'm going to call this episode Spider Spoilers or Spidey Spoilers. So it's very easy to tell which episode we talked about the new Spider-Man movie. So just follow that basic logical hole and you'll find it. Yeah. Uh, All right, so you agree with me. Spider-Man 2 is still the best Spider-Man film, but Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man so far.
1: Oh, yeah, he's definitely like he's well-rounded
0: he's the best well-rounded yeah he's Spider-Man.
1: the yeah he's the best mix of the both because that's the thing is like i despite what kevin uh cardinal says i have always liked toby mcguire's peter parker oh, i don't i don't think he's wrong in saying because now that i've read so many books like i don't think he's wrong in saying that it's not really necessarily true to the character but i'm like it still felt true and it still feels true to me so i it's can't
0: still real to me damn it
1: even knowing even knowing what i know now it still feels legit to me and I think, um, it's funny, because actually, after watching this movie, it kind of brought into focus what my problem with Macy Spider-Man is, is that it's almost like the Man of Steel syndrome, where it's like, it's this really dark world, where you put this really, like, late character in it, so it kind of colors that character, but the character isn't dark, it's just everything around him is so fucking dark. So it's like, I think that uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is pretty fucking spot on, it just the movie around him is so fucking dark that just like you don't really get the sense of fun from it that you should yeah whereas this you get all of it like you get everything you like because the movie this the movie doesn't let tom holland down which is nice
0: no he's he shines bright throughout everything he's funny he's i mean ladies oohed when his abs showed in the movie theater i was like really guys come on he's not in front of you don't ooh for him That was like I
1: just I I said like when he like when he first like took off the suit, I was like, Jesus Christ, Spider-Man is in shape. Yeah. I know, and the the crazy
0: thing (laughs) is, he was only sixteen when they filmed it.
1: No, he no, he's fifteen he was fifteen as a character. In real life, he's like twenty. Is he?
0: I don't even think he's twenty yet.
1: No, he is. (laughs) We're gonna
0: use the internet. Fine. Because the internet knows all and I don't know how to spell Holland, but I've wung it, so don't worry about it. I
1: got it, I got it, I got it he's so cool man yeah how... he was born june 1st 1996 yep so, so he's 21
0: now so he was what 19 when they filmed it 20 when they filmed it
1: probably probably 20 when he filmed uh this 19 when he filmed civil he war he still
0: looks so young too how quickly because i can't imagine he's gonna keep those boyish looks forever well no for infinity war it's only a year two years away yeah he will keep they're it. shooting it now <laughs> yeah he'll be fine he'll be fine Uh, All right, so let's get done with our games, and then one last thing to talk about at the end, and then we'll be done because i got to go help uh, Franny unpack. So, who's a who? Number one, these are all superhero ones again because I just love talking about superheroes so much. And Superior Spider-Man so far, i just starting Superior Spider-Man. I just finished uh, where Peter dies, and he starts sending all of his his thoughts in, or I mean uh, memories, and... That was incredibly stressful. So uh, I just—we've—we've we've got major, major thunderstorms going on. So it's been fine. The thunderstorms are gone. They ended a while ago, and now we are—we had an energy surge, but we're back. And all that heard was it was like um, I was talking about the fact that I had saw in Super. Uh, this is the exact thing in Superman. Put, or Spider-Man was started putting his uh, thoughts or uh, memories back. Gone. So basically, you were just about to say, and I was telling Kevin Cardinal about this, and...
1: Oh, yeah, no, I said, like, cause I told Kevin, because I gave him a ride earlier, because um, he, he texted me, and, like, uh, apparently he was at Gina's, and he rode his bike, and uh, it was 60 degrees, so, which isn't that bad to me, but whatever. He's like, as soon as he, like, put himself onto the seat of the bike, he said his bowl shriveled up into his body, and he's just like, I can't, I can't do this. Can you give me a ride? And I was like, all right. So, um, when I dropped him off, I was like, oh, yeah, just so you know, Mills started reading Superior And He, like, paused. Kevin, did it drop again? Okay, good. It, no.
0: There, we're back. He paused. Okay.
1: Um, he, like, was just like, so, did he know he is reading 698 through 700, right? And I was like, yes, I made him aware of that. So, yeah. So i'm glad to know that you've you've done it the right way (laughs) it's
0: so good i'll show you later when we're when i can turn my video back on what it looks like on the ipad it's really great but uh -hmm. yeah so i i went online actually because i wanted to just start i was looking up just random spider man comics to read and that was a big one that everyone recommended reading and it gave me like which issues to read and i was like okay cool moving on so indeed excitement along i really want to do an episode with kevin sometime soon so we are playing Who's Who. I've already introduced it, but I got distracted. First up, Who's Who? Thor and Hulk.
1: Uh, oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess I'm Hulk and you're Thor. <laughs>
0: Hulk is more intelligent. You at least have that. You have you have Bruce Banner on well, your side. Well, Bruce
1: Banner is more intelligent. Yeah, but you
0: you get you get the whole trifecta. You know, if I'm Thor, I'm Thor with the hammer and without. You're Hulk and Bruce Banner.
1: Yes, I mean, yes. I, w- I mean, of those two, I would say, yes, I'm almost definitely Hulk, and you're almost definitely Thor. I really can't even argue, so Yeah, fuck no, it. it's
0: too easy to lay that one out. Okay, who's who? Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. I mean... I don't know you're either definitely more, of them. You're,
1: def- you're definitely more Stan Lee, and I'm definitely more Jack Kirby. Okay. Because, like, Stan Lee is, like, constantly boundless enthusiasm, and Jack Kirby is, like, the guy who created everything... And is not thrilled that he does not get credit for that.
0: (laughs) Just the salty old man.
1: Well, in fairness, he has a point. Because they literally, at one point, fucking Marvel... Not only would they, like, not give him credit for things, they fucking wouldn't give him his art back. Like, the original drawn pages. Like, I was like, you're fucking assholes. Like, that's the other reason I was just like... I always try to make it clear whenever people talk about, like... um, It came from, actually, Alex Ross. Um... The painter. Um, But, like, there's a lot of people who basically call um, Stan Lee, like, the father of the Marvel Universe. And he's like, no, Jack Kirby deserves equal credit, if not a bit more credit, because he actually predates Stan Lee. Because he created, uh, like, he or at least co-created Namor and Captain America and, like, all those characters back in the day. And then Stan Lee basically, like, came in and basically created the entire Silver Age. So, like, I'm not in any way diminishing stan lee's contribution but i'm just saying that jack kirby deserves at least as much credit
0: yeah and isn't uh doesn't stan lee still call everyone spider friend
1: i don't know <laughs> in all the <laughs> interv- him personally in all
0: the interviews and stuff he ca- he's always using terms from comic books to like say hey to you and i'm pretty sure it's always spider
1: friend like well, he also was- like 96 years old
0: <laughs> true did he create spider-man
1: Co-create with Steve Ditko, yes.
0: Okay, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But he's he's just a goofball. Okay, cool. I'll be Stanley. I'm down with that. Last one, and this one might be all super easy as well. I don't know who's who. Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy.
1: Uh, you're definitely Gwen Stacy and definitely Mary Jane.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Because Gwen Stacy's like more kind of adorable and nice and sweet. Oh, gee, come on, like...
0: Patrick, I'm right here.
1: <laughs> and MJ is like the character that was kind of an asshole. Uh, for a really long time until, because that's thing, like, I've mentioned to people before. I remember, like, the thing that was funny was that, like, um, my friend uh Katie, when she saw The Amazing Spider Man, it's funny, when, when you're into comics, like, you're the first people's first fucking call or text when things happen. Like, um, my friend Katie had watched Amazing Spider Man, and she was like, Does Peter break up with Gwen to date MJ? I'm like, I can honestly say no, and you probably <laughs> you should probably stop me there. I shouldn't say anymore. He sure
0: does break <laughs> something with Gwen. <laughs> no, do, do, ch.
1: <laughs> and then she was like, "No, go ahead." I'm like, "You don't want me to say it." And she was just like, "No, seriously, tell me." I'm like, "Okay." I was like, uh, Peter and MJ got really close after Gwen died, and she's like, "Wait well, just pause." And she's like, "Why the fuck would you tell me that?" I'm just like, <laughs> "Cause you fucking told me to." Like because basically until Gwen died. MJ really was kind of thoughtless, and then once Gwen died, kind of MJ became a much more mature in person. Like MJ and Peter would not have worked at the time that Peter was dating Gwen; they were kind of in competition, but they never would have worked. It took that moment for them to get to a place where they could both be what each other needed for each other. Yeah, yeah. And for so. those
0: who don't get that incredibly wonderful joke I just laid down, her neck snaps.
1: Well, her yes. whole body
0: smashes. It's kind of no, like, no, no, stop, no. That stop, was stop Spider-Man still.
1: too. That's not what happened in the. Comic okay, well, comics. if
0: you're referencing the movie, she she he doesn't stop her in time, and her body hits the ground while being web-slung. In the comics, the force of the drop snaps her neck. Where, but because he did catch her in time, it's just not in time.
1: Well, that I thought funny. that joke it, well, was great. Also, because he couldn't, um, because like they basically they kind of repeat, um, that moment. There's a moment at the end of Mark Millar's um, Marvel Knights Spider-Man run mm-hmm. where like the sinister 12, which is basically every Spider-Man villain at once um, comes at him and um, Green Goblin ends up throwing MJ and Peter's like, I've been thinking about this moment for years. He's like, I know what I did wrong with Gwen. I'm not going to do this again. So, cause the thing with Gwen was that like, it wasn't the fall that killed her necessarily. It was the sudden stop. Yeah, it was like when uh, Peter webbed her. The sudden stop, with the force of it snapped her neck. So Peter basically like lays out, like a million points so of like webbing so that MJ can land safely. So yeah, so like yeah, no, they the but it was it was it's it's as much even though I mean he was trying to do the right thing. It's as much Peter's fault so it as it's Goblin's fault technically. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, oh. she would have died anyway if he didn't. I mean, like she would have still plummeted. So I guess it's technically all Ring Goblin's fault, but.
0: Yeah, but Spider-Man should have known. He saved enough people falling from distances to know. Well, he's
1: also... He was, like, at that point, um, barely out of high school, if he was even out of a high school at that point. So, like, I mean, Jesus. like he, he And also, it's, it's a, a decision you make in, like, a split second. Like, so it's True. like...
0: Yeah, but Spider-Man... To Spider-Man, a split second is, like, an eternity because he's got the Spidey sense.
1: Well, no, I mean, with Spider-Sense, it only talks about... It, 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 spider Sense people have a weird Which, idea about Spider Sense. I'm spider.
0: really happy that they didn't do a corny Spider Sense in this movie.
1: Well, that's the thing. The thing that Spider Sense is, it's like somebody had pointed out, somebody was just like, people kept saying that there's no Spider Sense in this movie, and I think it was like Max Lannis that was just like, What the fuck are you talking about? He's constantly dodging shit. It's just yeah, the thing is-shooting
0: like, at him and his head just moves instantly without even like a reaction. It's just
1: boop out the way. Cause that's the thing, is that like the Spider Sense isn't what people think it is. It's basically just like he can react. Almost instantaneously to danger to him, mm-hmm. that's what the spider sense is. He he doesn't like apply to other people. Like yeah. it's not like unlike the in the first thing. in yeah. the
0: original trilogy, he's basically using the spider sense kind of willy nilly. They went a little silly with it. Willy nilly not... silly with the spider Willy, you know.
1: Oh Jesus Christ! You know what I'm saying? I'm
0: <laughs> saying <laughs> all right. So whatever, moving on. Who would win in a fight? Uh, ooh, Samus versus Link.
1: Um. I mean, I want to say Samus because because she has better weapons, but like Link has destroyed like Ganon and Gerndorf and all those that bullshit like a million times and then resurrected to do it again.
0: Samus basically only has like two weapons. She has like the rocket launcher and the bombs is really her only two things. He's got bombs, bow and arrow, sword and shield, boomerang. Yeah,
1: but yeah, but like okay, if you take. It's like there's like the line in uh, Wonder Woman when like uh, they're all on the like the the Germans are coming in uh, to Paradise Island or Themyscira or whatever, um, they're coming in uh, and all the Amazons are lined up on the cove with like the arrows knocked and flaming and ready to go and he's just like they have guns right <laughs> like because in the end like no matter how great like your bow and arrow and your archery skills are like. In most situations, guns are gonna beat you. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, like, tell it
0: to Hawkeye, all right?
1: Well, no, but, I think, but the Hawkeye thing is also—it's he's smart enough to know you don't just shoot straight on. Like, yeah. you have you have oh, you have to think about all the angles. Like that's that's why Hawkeye can beat right, so he is. So
0: then, is Link clever enough to get around the shields and rockets?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, probably yes, because if he's smart, if he's clever enough to beat Ganon in all the different forms. Probably, but I think it would definitely be, like... It would be be a challenge. (laughs) All
0: right, uh, you're writing the story. Who do you have win it?
1: I would have Link win. It's just a matter of... I'm just, like... I feel like it would definitely be, like... pretty hardcore i mean there's gonna like, be like i like he doesn't speak but it'd be like it's just a reaction of like oh like, <laughs> 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 yeah it would oh, just again, be that so. stupid like bing that you hear in the game <laughs> <laughs> just like when he sees like basically a spaceman coming down to like take him out uh-huh. like what the fuck do you do i mean i guess you just swallow your fucking shit and deal with it but <clears throat> true
0: all right oh there's a lot of good ones in here who would win in a fight michelle obama versus nancy reagan like now? <laughs> like No, no, uh both of them are forty five years old.
1: Uh still Michelle Obama. Yeah. That woman sh- is in shape. <laughs>
0: yes, that's true. She she's been up in the gym just working on that fitness.
1: Yes, yes so, she is. And
0: nothing and Nancy was a was frail and yes, crazy. She was. You know yes. what? You're right. Michelle easily wins that one. Who would win in a fight? Um let's go back to uh comic books. Exitar versus Galactus.
1: Uh I mean I'm just gonna go with my knee jerk and just say Galactus. Yeah, he's the
0: world Was what do they call him? The world eater or some shit? The
1: eater of, the eater of worlds.
0: I was one word off and the slight <laughs> transition of the you know order of operations here. Okay, I wasn't far. <laughs> Alright. That's enough of that. Uh who would win the fight down? Boom, done. Now, last thing, and then and then we're gonna wrap it up. So guess what me and Jeff are doing?
1: getting married
0: <laughs> thought about it not the best situation currently but in the future no we're gonna make a goddamn comic book yo oh fair enough we found a friend who will actually draw it up because neither of us have any artistic skills to save our life and we're also very awful writers but his wife isn't fancy is an excellent writer so she's basically going to be the person who revises our in just atrocious grammar
1: Basically, she's going to be the editor, and then you guys are writing it. Yup. And so Justin, he he,
0: he writes a lot of anime and manga and stuff, and when he told me that, I basically lost my face. Did I tell you the comic book guy we're writing it about? No. Okay, let me give you the skinny. If I pitched it before, stop me. It's a guy named Rocky Danielson. He's based off a friend of ours here at work named Daniel Rockwell. See what we did there Yeah, I I see. Uh, So, Rocky Danielson. (laughs)
1: Like when Brian Danielson became Daniel Bryan. (laughs) It's
0: a a super clever transition. So, uh, the story's about a um, a teen boy uh, who's, well, he's going to look very similar to Daniel, who's like 6'2 and weighs maybe 100 pounds. He's a super skinny tall kid. Uh, So, a a teenage boy, super bullied but not to the point of like spider-man or any of that bullied like suicidal bullied like 13 reasons why bullied so he tries to commit suicide via overdose and uh we're not we we don't we haven't come up with cool names yet but basically the overdose is a is a mix of really not cool chemicals because his mom works at a pharmaceutical company that spoiler alert it turns out to be evil and the medicine turn gives him super speed and basically what we're gonna have do is like the first two issues or the first issue be like he's trying after he's unsuccessful and he's in the hospital and he's or maybe not in the hospital maybe we haven't recovered him by his own whatever he um oh did i lose you no i didn't okay good he tries to kill himself multiple times after that but his body saves him because of it. it like it's, it's almost like a spider sense. Like his his super speed knee jerk reaction is to obviously not die. So like maybe you know he steps in front of a train to kill himself, and then all of a sudden he's standing on the side. Like wait, how did I get here? What the shit? And he starts thinking maybe someone's saving him this or that, and it turns out the whole time he's got super speed.
1: Fair enough. I mean, as, I would, I would read that book.
0: Yeah, as you know, super speed is my favorite superpower. It's, it's. I know. I, I, yeah, it, above all else, I have to write a story. Now, I have to find a way, a clever way to not make him just another speedster. Like, I don't want literally just the fact that he runs fast, just like every other speedster ever. I gotta come. I gotta get clever, and it's gonna be tough. But uh, yeah, we got a friend who's gonna draw it, and we're gonna write it up. And I found this website that'll print them for. It's pretty expensive. But we're gonna try to save up and print off. They won't let you do anything less. And this is gonna sound absurd, than two hundred and fifty. So me and Jeff were like, "Can't I find something that'll just let me print like ten of them?" I just kind of want them for me. This is just a for me thing. So no, I. That's can't. not the way it works. No, no. <laughs> so at two dollars and fifty cents an issue, so it's like six hundred bucks overall. So we're gonna save up and do all this cool stuff. And he, we we're talking about doing a GoFundMe because we have like we don't have a lot of listeners. So everyone who would go fund it. It wouldn't really account to much. So, I don't know. We're on the edge, or on the fence about that. But anyways, we're going to save up and do it ourselves, because I really, really want to do this. And if I do, I'll get you an issue. I'm really pumped about it.
1: Okay, good call.
0: It'll probably be trash, because I am not an artist. But, (laughs) if I don't try, I'll be pissed at myself. That's fair. So, you know, keep, keep an eye out for that. Next week's episode will be comic creation number two, part deux, where... You'll hear the best Nightcrawler pitch you've ever heard. Has there been a solo Nightcrawler book? Yeah, there have been more
1: than one. Like of a high caliber. Mm, I mean, they didn't last long, so that kind of tells you. But um, uh, I mean, I don't remember any of them being bad per se. I don't remember any of them. I don't remember anything about any of them. They're not memorable. It's like it's
0: like hey, it's like that '70s show. It's like hey, yeah, that's a good show. Okay, give me a line from the show. I can't. Uh, you've boot up your ass that's all i got
1: i said good day i said good
0: day sir (laughs) yeah but that could be from anything
1: (laughs) so um yeah no i mean whatever i mean it's i mean yeah it's like the thing i was saying to kevin earlier we were talking about some comic and i was just like i don't remember anything that happened in it but i remember enjoying it (laughs) Eh,
0: that counts for something we'll get ready for the greatest nightcrawler pitch Wait, did he did he crossover with any superheroes in his stand? I mean, obviously, yes, but I mean like major crossovers, like Spider-Man, Daredevil crossovers. No. Okay, then get ready for I the greatest least. pitch you'll ever hear in your life about Nightcrawler. And I'm going to come up with two. So you come up with one, and I'll do two, just like before. I'll start, then you, and then I'll finish.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know you're going there. Yes. <laughs> but for real, though.
0: All right. Other than that, sorry Actually, wait. for the mishap. You
1: go. Um... The one thing we didn't discuss, and we should have, and it's insane that we didn't, um, knowing us, uh, Donald Glover an Amazing Spider-Man. Oh,
0: and he's going to be the Prowler, and I didn't even know who that was, and I looked it up, and I'm so excited if that ever Oh, no, as real. soon
1: as he fucking said uh i got it's like i got a nephew in like that's in the, in that area i don't want to fuck it I was like i was like that's miles morales miles morales exists in this universe yeah. fuck yes well um, that
0: that's one awesome part but if i get to watch donald glover crawl around in a cool bionic suit like he because he was like no no i just need something to help me climb oh buddy oh buddy that's oh not pal. That's,
1: not, that's not what he said like that's, the, that's why i love the like because i watched it because basically where it's like he basically i love the performance he he's like perpetually stoned yeah <laughs> um yeah. But yeah, he's just like um, he's like, I just need to stick up a place. Like he's just like literally just looking for a gun. And then they mention he's like, and we got like climbers, and then he's just like climbers, and then like, yeah. he walks over. <laughs> it's almost like a Stan Lee moment of just like, what'd you say? <laughs> uh-huh. Hey spider uh-huh. friends. <laughs> it's like it's like I <laughs> But no, like his performance I thought was really good. I really liked him a lot in it. Like and the fact that they've opened because the, that's what I said to Kevin. I was just like the fact that they've acknowledged that Miles Morales is in the universe makes me hope for them doing the same thing that they did in the Ultimate Comics, where basically, like, you just transition from Peter to Miles.
0: Kind of like Captain to Bucky, which might happen
1: in those movies. What's a different thing, though. Like, I mean, yes, but, like, at the same time, like, it's... Like, Steve to Bucky is, like, very kind of a natural transition. Like, Peter to Miles is basically just like, you thought Spider-Man was legitimately dead, and then you have... It's like, it's almost like the fucking thing in Star Wars. We're just like Yoda is just like there is another. Like when he's talking about uh, like basically Luke and Leia um, before you knew Leia was also Darth Vader's child. Um,
0: Pre Darth Vader, his
1: um, child. Yes, um, it's like that's the thing is like it's that's what I think is really it gives like that thing that I'm really I would I would love to be the guy who writes like the last Peter Spider-Man movie and the first. Miles movie. I guy would kill to do those films. Well, guess what?
0: I'm going to get famous off my comic book, which will lead popularity to gift or to men of the machine, which will lead popularity to gifted punksters and they'll get to hear you twofold talk about how you how you would direct and promote movies, which will lead to your first indie film in about 4-3 years. Four years. Not three years. Let's say three years. Let's move this timeline up. You get your first indie film. That'll kill it, Sundance. And everyone will be like, oh, shit, this guy does some stuff, which will lead Marvel looking at some no-name guys again if they continue that trend. And They've like, always oh. done that. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, hmm. I mean, he just did an indie film about uh, what was that werewolf movie you wanted to do.
1: I mean, uh, the, the thing I would probably do with the indie thing is the thing I was going to do with Kevin that was kind of like basically um, thieves getting basically thieves versus murderers
0: (laughs) boom so they're like he did that cool thieves versus murderers thing and you know there's a lot of thievery and murderery in our spider-man films maybe he'd be right for this they bring you on and then they go you know what you're not suited for this job turns out it's not the final one it's the second one so you're like okay you know what that makes sense just keep me out and then you make your second low budget film not quite indie that blows up is one of the most profitable films of all time and then they're like you know what why don't you come do this third Spider-Man movie? I think you would be really—you'd be a really good fit. Turns out, it's the transition film, and you cast me in it as someone cool.
1: Fair enough, I will do this. That's- well, that's the thing that I—that nobody, nobody has caught on to. I don't think, except for me, was that if you ever watch *Incredible Hulk*, um, Martin Starr's character plays a college student. That basically, when Edward Norton's character, when he's playing Bruce Banner, is sneaking into a college. Uh, he gives him that pizza, and then he shows up in Spider-Man. I was like, "That's the same guy. I don't care if they they've said anything or not. That's the same fucking guy. That kid, that dude, like the, the teacher that's now a teacher in Spider-Man uh-huh. was a college student at that point, and it all it's all connected. They also it's all did, come together. They
0: also did one of the principal. The principal yeah. was also in Captain America, and it turns out it's his descendant.
1: Well, yeah, if you look in his office, they actually pointed it to, it to Kevin when we were watching the movie. In his office, he has a little framed picture of uh, Marita from the original yep, yep. First Avenger. I was like, he's his grandson, clearly. So, but like, it's that's the awesome.
0: same actor, and it's wonderful. Yeah, of um, course. Oh, there are so many cool things and tie-ins and just wonderfulness. But yes, I will be starring in a Spider-Man movie in approximately six years, and it's going to be glorious. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, that's as good a place as ever to end it. We have been men of the machine and i'll sing my way out because you like to hear my voice it's the perfect choice to end a podcast i'm kevin i'm Pat. <laughs> thanks for listening